In an era where everyone thinks their opinions are so damn important, I'm here to give you a little piece of my mind. Welcome to Unaffiliated the Podcast with your host, B. Seth. Let's go. Welcome to Unaffiliated the Podcast with your host, B. Seth. In this episode, I sit with music producer and audio engineer Stephen P.R. Kane and discuss his musical journey, some of his proudest moments, and what he has coming up next. Then, rapper T1 gets on the mic and tells us a bit about his backstory and how he's becoming well-known around the city for his abilities. You won't want to miss this. And if you enjoy this podcast, please give me a like, a follow, a share. It'll really mean the world to me. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy. We live and in five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world. Welcome to Unaffiliated, the podcast with your host, B. Seth. I have a very special guest in the building today, my boy, Stephen Kane, but I just know him as PR. How you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I like it when people mention my actual name before PR um, yeah. because it gives, you know, the question always pops up like PR. I'm like two letters, man. It's not Pierre. It's not, yeah. not French, but uh, yeah, man, my name's Steven, but everybody calls me PR, man. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm 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 alive, so I'm good. Sure, uh, yeah. Give the people a background of your name, man. I remember you did that last time. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember Run it. last time. <laughs> <laughs> guys, y'all have no idea. It's all good. This is take two, guys. This we'll is brush great. over it. We um, back. We back, and we're we're live, and we're doing great. Um, I um, basically PR uh, came to me uh, was bestowed upon me. Um, okay. In the seventh grade. Um, when did you graduate? I mean, don't, you know, we're not really high school. Like, yeah. Were, were you a year behind uh, me? Oh, nine. Yeah. A year behind me. So, you okay. Were, I don't know if you'd know him. We were a bunch of band nerds. Uh, this was in the high, middle school band, seventh grade. All right. Um, you know, shout out to uh, Rachel. Um, you know, not going to reveal any governments, but uh, uh, Rachel was slightly, uh, I wouldn't say obsessed, but, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, guys. Like, PR stands okay. for Puerto Rico. Um but she was very infatuated with Puerto Rico for some reason. She found out I was Puerto Rican, started calling me PR. Then everyone started calling me PR. Guys, I was, what, 13, 12 years old in uh, seventh grade or something like mm-hmm. that? And uh, I'm 32. Uh, wow. And yeah. I'm still, well, not 32. I'm 31, guys. I'll be 32 yeah. soon, which is unreal. But, um, you know, um, motherfucking uh, still to this day people know me as pr and i i um i take pride i love that name well that's dope that's dope you know when you find that perfect nickname it doesn't go anywhere like b seth gidry gave me b seth that's, rest in peace to gidry that, but rest in peace um, gidry gave me b seth and this shit honor. has just stuck that like forever so and shout for out those, to good nicknames yeah, yeah for those who don't know uh, zach gidry he was a dope producer back in the day super dope i mean a dope person ahead of his time i've heard but ahead of his time um you know, he was on his way. Um, unfortunately, he passed away early on. Um, but a cool fact is um, I was um, Breeze has one of his jackets mm. um, and he gave it to me. Um, and to this day, I have it still on the back of my throne chair for my studio whenever I record or do music. Mm. That that jacket stays on the back of oh, my, my chair. Hell um, yeah. Gives I love me some uh, uh, talent energy here. 
times. Hell yeah. yeah. That is dope. Shout outs to Gidry. Yeah, shout out. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, let's just dive right into it. Tell the people a little bit about your story. You know, I know you as this this master engineer, music mm. guru. Um, <laughs> tell people, like, how did you get into music? When did you figure out, like, this was the thing that you wanted to dedicate your life to? Man, um, I wouldn't say I figured it out that I wanted to dedicate my life to it at the moment. I was about eight or nine years old when I discovered I had a talent with the keys. Yeah. Um, you know, it all starts with figuring out, like, a... Uh, piano piece. I mean, it was uh, Beethoven um, for Elise. Oh, but, yes. Classic. Um, you know, yeah. And it's a fairly simple piece, but, you know, figuring out at eight years old, it's just like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And from that point on, it wasn't just the fact that I could figure it out. It was it was that I made a song right after it. And to this day, I remember it. Dun, 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 dun. And um, I, that's when I knew I liked to create. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, at that point, um, I was growing into uh, Blink-182, um, mainly that, uh, The Offspring, yeah. a lot of punk rock and um, pop punk. And um, that's when I wanted to be a punk rocker. I didn't want to be a producer, an engineer. I wanted to be... Um, like the f- artist, like on stage? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, um, that's when I knew I wanted to do music, but it wasn't until, um, I was 17 that, uh, I discovered I had a knack for producing and, um, uh, shout out to better half rest in peace, Roy, but, uh, shout out Dizzy. Um, one of the, you know, best rappers in Huntsville, um, you know, came over when I was, uh, 17 years old and, um, Mm -hmm. recorded with me or we tried to make a beat and, uh, you know, it was, you know, bad as it was, I'm sure I, I couldn't remember. Um, he took me over to um, uh, Mally's place. Shout out to Mally Boy. Um, you know, uh, he uh, had me play a piano piece, and a uh, and it got a um, uh, picked up by Maybach Music. Oh, dope! Yeah, he Super made dope. A, made a beat around uh, my piano piece. Yeah, um, and maybe I'm confusing it with another time. I, maybe he had taken a piano piece and made it for better half but um one of those times i know that um you know it was just really cool instances um that that happened so um at that point i'm still trying to be a punk rocker um i'm in a few bands um working in and out of studios um but not having my own come 19 uh, years old i'm out of the house and um i meet lucas breeze um shout out to breeze shout out to breeze um He's the one that told me, <laughs> uh, you know, we need to be doing hip hop. And I tried to cross over the punk rock and hip hop, but yeah, it just yeah, did yeah. not work. And I mean, I'm a very uh, self-aware person, I would think, to, you know, but um, quickly learned that it wasn't for me. Um, yeah. And that's when I became a producer and that's okay. when I became an engineer. And that's when I knew that's exactly where my lane was. And that's what I wanted to do. Dope. Dope. So you said something that was really interesting there about how you just love to create like because yeah, like I agree with that 1000% like for me, I think my passion is creating mm-hmm. like a lot of people might say dance or you know right. whatever else. I think my passion is taking something that doesn't exist. Yes. And like just making it real. So like yep. what is like some of the motivation or the inspiration that 
that drives you to create some of these things? Dude, I'm a robot. I don't know if anybody knows that, but I have no life. I have generally, like, the only motivation really that I would say is that I am not good at anything else. I'm not good at sports. Yeah. I'm not good at, Same. you know, coordinated things like pool, uh, golf, or anything like that. Um, it's literally all I have. Yeah. Um, so if I'm, I, I, I would be just, I'm not even good at video games, bro. Like, Oh no. Yeah. It's that bad. Um, so it's really, um, all I have. And if I don't do it, then I go a little insane. So it's my own like, um, mental, um, relief, like my Mm -hmm. own stability, like therapeutic. Yeah. And I mean, originally I had, you know, motivation such as like, I want to pay my mom's rent and, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's not really you know that's more of like i want to make money i want to make money like yeah. the motivation to make music is really solely like to the core um my what is that called what am i thinking of my out outlet my my, yeah. my mental outlet or some whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. you know? yeah yeah no for sure yeah yeah that's that's interesting because it gets really fuzzy like you know when we we take that step to make our passions or the things we love into a career, it does bring in that other element of making money. Was there ever a point when you're like, fuck this shit, I'm done? Just because it's it's not what I remember it being? Because I know I personally had that at a certain point where I was like, okay, I'm doing what I do, but I'm not doing it how I want to do it. Did you um, ever run into that? So production and engineering are essentially two different things Mm -hmm. i'm talented in both um you know i'm confident to say Um, right so um when production became a little more um uh, well no i would say uh in this aspect engineering became a little bit more valuable um more money was being generated through engineering and uh, mixing and I started to stray a little bit away from production because what I like to produce is not what people wanted to buy. Mm. And I didn't enjoy making just the basic trap shit, the basic um, hip hop stuff that was boring to me, which is why now I create, um, I think a post EDM style called hardcore electronic, which is a very heavy, like almost like hardcore rock, but electronic uh, sounds and, um, it uh you know i'm doing what i want finally um you yeah. know fuck what everybody says um i'm not trying to sell beats anymore and if you want a custom beat i'll do it but yeah. you know the money's got to be right um mm-hmm. you know uh and that's only because um the supply is down um you know demand might be high but i only make you know you know a few beats uh I don't know. I would say a few beats a year now as opposed to like making a bunch. But anyway, um, I started losing interest because of that, but also mixing and uh, mastering and engineering entirely just uh, was generating a whole new um, value to me. And at first Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy it because it's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a producer. Um, So I, um, I had to find the love in engineering and, um, something clicked. Um, I think it was working on, uh, Lucas Breeze's, um, not his first album. We've done so many, but it was called Lucy ball. Okay. Something clicked with me there. I Mm -hmm. knew that I was like, Whoa, I'm doing something pretty dope here. Like I'm making things sound good. Um, 
and even as you know pale and you know it, it, amateur as it was to me it was you know a breakthrough right um and so then I found the value in mixing and mastering and engineering entirely um, mm-hmm. over production. But to answer your question, it was, um, um, yeah, just it became production became a job. And I didn't like that because I was conforming to what other people wanted instead of doing what I want and making music. People want to do what they want to do. Yeah. It's creating, like you said earlier. It's, yeah. Everybody's trying to create. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just became a tool and I didn't like that. Um, yeah. Although I'm still a tool, but. I'm good at it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you still have creativity even in that realm to True. still put your own spice on things. You exactly. Know? And a yeah. lot of people trust that, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they come it. to you for that. Yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. you know, they don't tell me what to do. I mean, sometimes they do, but like when I'm going in on a track, most artists are like, yo, that's dope. Right. Or they're, you know, um, just, they're just praising me for it. And I'm like, it makes me feel like a, you know, I'm like a dog on a leash, you know, yeah. until they like, let me go then i'm like all over yeah kill that yeah yeah, yeah. and um so i mean it feels good um to find the value in engineering over production but i still produce guys and um you know um still i'm still going in on that shit Um, so get at them yeah asap hit me up uh like i said supplies low but (laughs) so i've known you for shit i don't even know how long now maybe like a decade or so yeah or so something like that give or take and I've known you to to have been doing this the whole time. So yeah, give me three of your best moments just in this space that you are just most proud of, or one. Mm. I have a lot of things that I am not proud of mm-hmm. that come to mind immediately. Um, but let me see. Um, most proud of. Most. Give you some flowers of. right now. Um, let's see. Um, man. I, I, I really am so hard on myself yeah. um, that I always try to strive and get better. But at the time, um, working with, um, working with like, who do I want to choose? Um, I was working with an agency out in Vegas, or not Vegas, in uh, LA, um, mm-hmm. uh, the Fairview Group. And um, okay. we were... Um, placing some sinks um that was a pretty cool um being out in california was an experience i should say for uh, sure um <laughs> you know it's it got shout out to cali yeah we could say that um uh <laughs> no i love cali for real it was really dope oh, there. cali's hella dope hey yeah. la was the shit you know i love that place um but uh for the brief time that i was there and it was also interesting but um Man, it's so it's so difficult to think of um, because. Okay, tell me this. Let me rephrase the question. All right. Tell me a moment that was kind of like confirmation for you, because you know, even if something is what we just see and we only see it, at what point was it like? Okay, this is like, when, this is really real. When um, Steve Knight, mm-hmm. um, he is the lead singer of the group Flipside. And if you don't know Flipside, they have a hit song called Someday uh, that has, I think, 60 plus million views on YouTube right now. Someday. How's that go? Um, Someday we're going to be for this song. Uh, I don't know words. If you don't know, um, I am horrible with lyrics, guys. When you're in the studio. We're going to look it up. I don't know what you're saying. But uh, yeah, um, uh, 
We are. Um, <laughs> it's true, and you, you, you can even <laughs> explain your lyrics to me. Uh, and I might go rogue my head. So you gotta do the rap yeah. genius in that mug. Yeah, like yeah. people will be shouting me out in their uh, their songs, like like T One will. And, You're like, uh, is that me? And I'm like, man, did you just uh, say P or like, am I tripping or you know? And they're like, yeah, dude, I just shouted you out. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, um, that was a breakthrough moment. Um, Someday was a great track. Um, yeah. He even did some acoustic tracks. But what happened was, is he flew all the way from California to come to my studio and work with me. Oh, dope. Um, which was really, really dope. Um, now that now things are flooding into mind, um, uh, Fame Studios uh, yeah. in Muscle Shoals, that was awesome. I had the opportunity with Steve Knight to go work with him down there and mm-hmm. with a few other artists, um, Hell yeah. which was really cool. So, um, um, you know, I got to do some work out there um so yeah that would be a big breakthrough and i mean it was really cool being um at fame studios apparently uh the the piano the grand piano they have there was uh untouched since um alicia keys had played it two weeks prior man y'all wow. think i touched the keys no i right, put talk my about pressure <laughs> to that bench all right, right. Like, <laughs> i don't even know how to play the piano what the fuck y'all talking right. about no i'm just but no i definitely soaked in that energy you yeah, know? yeah i was just like this is cool hell um, yeah it's definitely an environment there at fame studios um and then um you know i have to say phantom fest 2021 was a huge success and a shout out to that I got to catch the tail end of it, or around the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I it was had an some people event. in town, so I, I just went out and caught it real quick, and it was man, yeah, amazing event. Especially to see it in our home, our quote unquote little hometown. Right, I right. think it's it's really dope and a nice precursor for what's to come in this city because yeah. Huntsville's always been an incredibly talented city. It's just you know the talent was never really put on a pedestal. So to see that right. shit was like super, super dope. Right, right. No, it was, it, it went way beyond what I ever expected. I was, I was very, um, I, the intention was never even to put on a festival. It just kind of fell into my hands, you know. Yeah. Um, I had created an album. It was supposed to be an album release party. And man, if you don't know me or Breeze or yeah. any of my clique, you know, what you do, um, but I'm talking to the listeners. You mean, yeah. I, you, you've you been to the house parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've always thrown parties, man. Um, and <laughs> they always pack out. So, I mean, Facts. we have a little bit of experience, but I mean, still though, like it was a huge success and um, we had some dope artists um, and we have an event coming up in March, uh, March 5th of 2022. Um called phantom aftermath which reflects what we did in phantom fest Mm -hmm. 2021 and is also a manifestation of phantom fest 2022 okay um, which will be held september 10th at the camp again Mm -hmm. um bigger and better um we're coming up with cool ideas but phantom aftermath is going to be really dope um we've got all kinds of artists like t1256 uh trevor lee will be head um co-headlining with me okay um, he will um let's see uh we've got henry um who's an up-and-coming artist shout out to henry um i know i'm missing chimera is gonna be there and there's so many artists i could keep going down the list guys um sorry if i didn't shout you out but i mean um i just um want to reinforce man like you know this is gonna be another dope show and i'm right. excited to do it um but yeah I, w- I would definitely say phantom fest was that like Actually, you know, I think it was that moment where I knew I was like 
you know, like, boom. I was like, like destined for this shit. Yeah. And, you mm. know, it happened so late. And you know, I'm over here thinking about what happened earlier on, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it's true. Like, I'm just now getting, I'm, I'm not even at the peak, guys. Like, and, you know, I had this conversation on a couple podcasts with my brother who just called, actually. Shout out to Los. Uh, Shout out. We were talking about, like, can you be a legend if people around you don't identify you as such, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a level of, and I keep using this word, of, like, confirmation. So I think us as artists, like, even though we do it for us, we do it for our mental because we just don't know what else to do. Right. Seeing that confirmation, it, it hits different. Right. It, especially after all the just hardship we we've went through and all the times we've been told no. Yeah. To see that yes, right. I'm sure that shit was like, phew. dude. It, yeah, definitely. And I mean, to be a legend, um, I think has more to more to do so with the impact of like how you impact the lives of others. Facts. Facts. Um, and that, um, and that. I wouldn't say it has nothing to do with talent, but, um, you know, it could be anything, you know, to make, mm-hmm. that makes you legend, you know, not just music or sports right. or anything, you know, it could be anything like, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, um, I think we all strive to be a legend. I definitely do. Um, you know, I, I want to make that impact on everyone's life and, mm-hmm. you know, that could be a definite, definite motivation of what I'm, you know, what we were talking about earlier, but, um, uh, yeah, no, I think, um, you know, I think everyone has the potential to be a legend. Absolutely. Um, but until you make that impact on the people around you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and then you are labeled as that legend. I don't, I don't think you could ever just call yourself a legend. Yeah. You can't call yourself. No. A legend. <laughs> that doesn't work. No. <laughs> well, dope. We'll tell the people a little bit more about a uh, phantom aftermath. Okay, guys. And, uh, uh, we got a few people watching on my live too, so I'm speaking. Shout outs to the people. Hey, hey, thanks for watching, guys. Um, so, uh, Phantom Aftermath, um, being held March 5th, 2022, guys, this year. Um, uh, doors open at 5 p.m. I'm gonna shut, you know, shout that out, make that information very, you know, out there, whatever that word is. Um, Phantom Aftermath, like I said, is a reflection of what we did in Phantom Fest. Um, it's being held at Sidetracks, downtown Huntsville. Um, okay. And guys, um, while I'm talking about downtown, I know, uh, you know, I don't have uh, nearly, uh, how do I put this? Um, have you ever gotten trouble getting into places downtown? I mean... I hear that all the time. Oh, you mean like what, like, like Sammy T's or some shit? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, so I don't, yeah. you know, I obviously don't struggle with that right. nearly as much. I mean, I have never, ever, but I've heard translees being turned down. Like, Oh, no, know, it's crazy out it, there. It's insane to me. I got kicked um, out once, and I had a full suit on. That's insane. No, it's it's. It was unreal. a fire-ass suit, too. I ain't going to cap. <sighs> Yeah, it's just it, you know, it's, man, fuck that shit. How, like, how? Man? <laughs> it's, um, it's unreal. So, um... Guys, I want to reinforce to everybody listening and to everybody who's planning to go to Phantom Aftermath that although this is downtown, you are welcome as you are. Okay. Um, No dress code. No dress code. Now, we will... Wear a shirt, though. Put a shirt on. Wear a shirt. Yeah, wear a shirt. You know, if it's see-through, whatever. You know, especially for the women. You 
you can. I saw that at Sammy's the other day. I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. You know, like, yeah, oh, wow. like, this okay. bitch is all see through. But yeah. Um, anyway, um, I was like, interesting. Um, come as you please. I mean, see through, uh, not see through. Like too tight, too baggy. Um, you know, uh, all kinds. You know, all kinds of kinds are welcome to Phantom Aftermath. No prejudice, no bias, no nothing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, um, I want to make that very, very clear, um, that you don't have to worry about, um, being turned down or turned away at Phantom Aftermath, unless you have a gun, don't yeah, bring a no gun. Yeah, no firearms, please. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Um, so I want to see all kinds of kinds there. I want everybody to be welcome. Um, so Phantom Aftermath is, uh, um, this show specifically is a hip hop, um, R and B soul mixture, um, uh, type show. We do have an EDM, uh, band or group, I should say group, uh, Chimera, mm-hmm. uh, coming in and, uh, opening for the headliners. Um, and, uh, they're a dope group. Um, so it's a little diverse, but it's not as diverse as Phantom Fest was. Phantom Fest had a lot of different material and we're trying to make Phantom Fest 2022 a little bit more diverse bringing in acoustic sets and all kinds of bands, but enough of Phantom Fest. We're talking about Phantom Aftermath, which is being held March 5th, 2022. Uh, doors open at 5 p.m., guys, and um, we've got dope artists. Um, we've got Trevor Lee headlining, uh, as well as myself. Um, we've got Chimera. We've got Wade Brown, T1256, who's in the building. Um, we've got um, a bunch of following artists, um, great opening artists. I mean, just, we've got... Um, uh, Noah Trimer, um, coming in from Iowa, um, uh, yeah. you know, just to perform his set. Um, so th- there's about 16 artists performing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're guaranteed a good show. Okay. Um, tickets are, uh, online at universe.com. Just type in phantom aftermath. It's F A N T O M, uh, aftermath. They're $10. Um, it will be $20 at the door, but I just want you to guys, I want you guys to know that, all proceeds, all profit will be going to uh, Phantom Fest. So what okay. we're doing is raising money, guys. So okay. Not trying to capitalize, not trying to get rich. I'm still going to be the same OP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Dope. Mm-hmm. Phantom Aftermath. Drop that date again. March 5th, 2022 at Sidetracks, downtown Huntsville. Doors open at 5 p.m. Okay. Dope, dope. Y'all check that out. Support the... The young man P out here killing the game. Um, I want to introduce a new segment tonight. Ooh. It's going to be a game of some sort. We're going to call it This or That. All right. Very popular on social media. I see them all the time. But I wanted to just kind of pick your brain as a person who's in engaged in the lifestyle of a musician or somebody who's very just knowledgeable of music right All right. Well, so let's see i mean it depends on what department but we'll go for it got you so i'm gonna ask you basically two options and you got to pick which option you favor okay all right got it we all good right. i got it all right here we go number one do you prefer a playlist or for music to be shuffled music to be shuffled why is that because me personally I'll play one song for like three hours. But that's I'm, that's me. Yeah. That's so does me. that shuffle you or is that just like more so I'm just going to pick one song? Maybe neither um, of these. Majority, 
majority of the time yeah. it is that one song over and over or the same set of songs over and over on repeat. Yeah. Um, but shuffle will um, only come and play when it's a long drive and I'm going back to my punk rock roots. Yeah, there you um, go. So I, I would definitely say shuffle. Okay, shuffle. I think I'm going to have to go with, if I have to choose, I'm going to do playlist. Cause like, I, I don't like when something I don't like comes on. Like, that hurts. I feel you on that. Yeah. You're always hitting the skip Yeah, button. you know yeah. what I mean? So it's just like, let me go ahead. Yeah. I don't ever make playlists for yeah. real, but I, yeah, I choose playlists. All right, hip-hop or EDM? Oh, man. Um, um, They're both good, but hip-hop. Okay. Even though I don't know what they're saying half the time. Um, All right. It's good, chill vibes. I like Hey, it. depending on the artist, I don't either. Well, it depends on the EDM, too. You know? Okay. Um, dubstep just drives me insane. Um, but I like trance. What an era. And, you know, right. Yeah. Um, I like the new stuff that's coming out. Um, but um, hip-hop. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, this is a good one. Live instruments versus virtual instruments. I'll have to say virtual. Um, and only reason being is because I was a lover of the electric guitar. Um, of course, drums were dope. I mean, I incorporate drums with my electronic stuff um, mm-hmm. to this day. But, I mean, aside from drums, um, when we're talking about sounds and instruments of like, you know, uh, melodic instruments, uh, mm-hmm. I would have to go with electronic just because, I mean, growing up, I listened to like, you know, Lincoln Park and yeah, um, you know, uh, and things with like electric guitar. It's almost digital in a sense, um, right? You know, it's it, it's actually very digital. Um, but um, no, it's uh, uh definitely uh, electronic. Okay, I don't have an opinion on that one. Uh, Tupac versus Biggie. Oh man, um, <laughs> like I said, uh, I'm not worthy of answering this question. Um, All right, uh, only because. I've only I don't have enough information, guys. I didn't grow right. up listening to hip hop, so yeah. um, okay. You know, if I answer something, well, give me then, your two favorite bands in your punk era when you were right, younger. So uh, Blink One Eighty Two, um, obviously, but then damn, um, I listened to a lot of Sum Forty One and The Offspring. Um, Who do you like better between those two? The, the Offspring. The Offspring versus Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two. All right, why? Um, Blink One Eighty Two just had those melodies. the The melody game is unreal. Yeah. Um, the uh, it was just, I mean, and then Travis Barker on the drums. Oh was, yeah. Dude, just killing Monstrous. it, man. Just filling in all those spaces with just every sound and noise and ding and hit and tom whatever. Um, but Mark Hoppus just killing it with the melody game. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom DeLonge killing it with the melody game, and they're just a great team together. Although they uh, you know, essentially broke up. Right. Um, but, uh, um, with that being said, the offspring just also has a strong melody game, but they had the, uh, grit, the, you know, like it was heavy, heavier, just almost faster. And just like, I don't know. It was more of the college band type. Well, they're both college bands, but like, it was just more of the, like, Oh yeah, I'm getting fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 The turn up type. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. Uh, I like Blink-182, actually, also. Awesome. I'm probably not as well-versed as you are, but I, I got respect for them. Uh, okay, this is a good one. Do you like small, intimate shows or larger crowds? 
larger crowds, um, which is weird. Um, man, that's tough. I just feel awkward at a small show, but I feel mm-hmm. claustrophobic at a big show. But the energy at a big show it's crazy. Um, yeah. it's just unreal. I love the loud music. Um, you know, I I love the lasers and the lights, the pyrotechnics. I mean, just the show it puts on and where mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, there's, you know, different, you know, circumstances with every big show. But uh, uh, definitely I would go with uh, larger, bigger crowds. I agree. I agree. Uh, when you're in the studio playing back that record that you just engineered, are you a headphones guy or a speakers guy? Both, but uh, sp- speakers are dominant. Okay. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, would you rather have a DJ or a band? Mm, that's tough because I have a DJ in my band. Um <laughs> Shout out your boy, boy, um, part of the DJ cartel sponsoring and hosting partially the uh, Phantom Aftermath. Uh, shout out, shout outs. Um, I would say, uh, man, it, being an electronic um, producer, it's tough to, the, you know, to not have a DJ. Uh, uh, I mix the two. I have a live band and a DJ. It's, okay. Uh, it's insane. Um, but it's because I'm fighting between necessity and uh like what i want yeah i want a band right because i wanted to be a punk rocker guys like I, uh-huh. you know i wanted to have that loud big awesome sound but necessity comes in play because how else am i going to play my electronic music mm. i mean i could hit the play button on my laptop but what fun is that you know right right you know, i want the real thing yeah yeah no i feel that all right well, that's all my questions for this or that. Listeners, if you enjoyed that, we're going to do that every episode. Uh, and we have another special guest in the building. You want to introduce? Yeah, um, I'll be glad to. Um, this is T1256, uh, one of the best artists that I know personally. Uh, great musician, great lyricist. I wouldn't know, but from what I understand, he is. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I hear from everybody. Um, I, I don't think he's got... a. A hater in the city. I don't think he's loved by everybody. Um, I uh, he's on his way. Um, so yeah. with that being said, uh, I would love to introduce T one two five six. You can have my chair, bro. Come on up. Hand over the reins. All right, T one. Welcome to the show, man. How you feeling? Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm T one two five six. A lot of people know me as Tone. Um, I'm cool. I'm feeling good. I just dropped some music. Okay. So, uh, what's your background? You're a, you're a rapper. You're a singer. You're a melodic rapper. You a lyrical miracle. Like, tell the people a little bit about your craft and and what most people will know you by. To be honest, I do a little bit of everything. Uh huh. Like, a little bit of. There you go. You good? Know, but yeah, I do a little bit of everything. Like, I like to experiment. Mm-hmm. Like, Get in the booth, feel the beat, and just vibe on it. Whatever I feel, that's I'm gonna lay on the beat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, are you like okay? So you know, I got a million questions. By the way, listeners, we talked before the show. Very, very sharp mind. T1 is uh, really cool dude, man. So I'm glad to have him on the show. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, what is some of your Let's start here. What are some of your inspirations for making music? Uh, I know my uh, 
My granddaddy, he really loved music. But well, both of my granddads, one of my granddads was actually in a band or whatnot. Okay. And um, it just, just was in me, you know what I'm saying? I got uh two partners that uh passed this year. They love my music. Like, used to play my music almost every day. Like, it just drive me even more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, I always been into music. I always wanted to create music. I know how y'all was talking about creating. I always mm-hmm. wanted to create. I didn't know how possible it was until yeah. I, I just went and gone went and searched for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I started on the um, like the little uh, the little gaming mics and shit like that. Oh no, nah, nah, I feel you on that. Oh, and the little uh, apps on your phone uh-huh. and shit. Nah, nah I feel actually, you. I started on Audacity and then they fucked Turn up. up. They yeah. fucked up when they put <laughs> that shit. They put that shit on them school laptops. Oh, they messed up. They huh? fucked. That up. was it. It was a wrap. Okay, and then it just took off from from audacity. And you just kept creating, kept and then going. you probably ran into mm-hmm. different producers and mm-hmm. uh, engineers such as PR. Yep. Okay, dope. Uh, tell me, like, about like your music. Like, do you does what is the saying? Uh, life imitates art. Is that the saying? Life imitates art, or is it backwards? Art imitates life. Whatever that saying is, is your art kind of a reflection of of yourself would yeah, you say yeah yeah like and what, to the what fullest. sense like down to maybe shit you been through to the the chick you might have been talking to like yeah, everything yeah. when i say to the fullest i'll yeah. be rapping about buying 50 pieces at wendy's <laughs> and shit like bro i'm telling you wherever God, the damn, beat take piece. me oh, <laughs> like wherever the beat take me that's God, where i'm going damn. <laughs> the beat talk to me and I just yeah. talk back. I be saying All right. a little bit of anything, bro. The 50 piece, though. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so shit. What, uh, I know you said a lot of your, your friends who aren't with us anymore and your grandparents and and uh, all that motivates you. Uh, what are some other things that just motivate you to to be an artist because... You know, I've been, I've been an artist for my whole life basically, but I didn't really start pursuing it until I was like maybe seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Yes. Like those ups hit hard, but mm-hmm. those downs hit even harder just because like the artistic lifestyle, just especially professionally, it's just it's almost like that. It's like so, a roller coaster. So the right? highs are really high, the lows Thanks. are really low. So like, I'm sure you've faced some great shit and some bad shit mm-hmm. like through all of that what keeps you on track to just keep performing do you have like a regimen to where like yo i gotta do a certain amount of songs write a certain amount of this a week or this or that or somebody may be in your ear saying yo make sure you're producing uh how do you stay on track righteously like It's so therapeutic to me. Like music so therapeutic to me. Making music so therapeutic to me. Yeah. It just be like I just I just lock in. Even in my worst times, I lock in. Yeah. Like Peter see me in my worst times and don't even know that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Cause I, I lock in. Like the the night after I had figured out that my partner had passed away, uh-huh. I was at his at his house shooting a video. Oh shit. Trying like like just trying to cope you know what i'm saying trying to find a a way to actually cope with this shit but yeah it's like i can't stop now because like when i say 
Like it is. That you. was that. It's yeah, you. you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it's so much into this. Yeah. So much loss. So much gain. You know right. what I'm saying. It just. It just. I feel like it's meant for me. You know what I'm saying. Like I love that shit mm -hmm. because at a certain point when you lose so much, like whether it be you know whatever it is, because mm -hmm. some people are privileged in other ways, but um, I feel like at the point when you've sacrificed so much, it's almost like hard to look back. Facts. You know what I mean? So I, I love that. I love that about you too, P. Like y'all are like artists that are just, you know, you're artists. Cause like there's, there's always this tug from America or the capitalist uh, society, capitalist scheme that tries to, to tell us not to do this shit because it's like the NBA kind of. Yeah. Only a certain Politics. amount of us are going to live that life. What happens to the rest of us? So. I think this is super dope. Um, I can't wait to hear your music. Uh, let's do something a little fun, though. Tell the people a fun fact about yourself that nobody would know. That might be the nerdiest or the lamest shit you've ever said. Mm, I mean, shit. You like anime or something? I love anime. No, I'll be, I'll be reading. Anime is super cool now, actually. That's not even a good question. I'll be reading. Everybody like loves anime. I'll be reading. Oh, you be reading mangas? No, nah, no, nah, I just be reading. Like, Oh, you be reading? I, I like oh, reading. Oh shit! All right. Uh, yeah. What are your? Uh, what's the last book you read? Uh, uh, the last book I'm almost done with it. It's called uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one. That's kind of like learning how to x out all the external. Well, that shit get deep. Like it, it's, it's it's cold. Like yeah. <laughs> and the way that they 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 the way that they they putting it and the way that they. He got it writ out like it's so yeah. cold and relatable, you know what yeah. I'm saying? To the point where anybody can understand where he's coming from when he, yeah, he, yeah, that's a five book. Do you feel like you ever suffer with like, excuse me, maybe criticism and shit like that? Like, cause uh, I know that's a thing for a lot of people. That shit kind of drive me, honestly. Yeah? Okay. Like, I always been that type of person. Like, shit, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to prove you wrong, but it's gonna speak for itself when I do mm. prove you wrong. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. That's dope. Yeah, man, I think, you know, the thing about us, we kind of, since we put so much into our work, mm -hmm. that's kind of like our babies, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, when people criticize that shit, sometimes we get a little passionate about it, mm -hmm. and you probably handle it better than I do, but uh, it's definitely a hurdle that I feel like artists have to learn to, uh, to deal with. Like, uh -huh. it's that elephant that's in the room. Like, if you're putting a piece of art to the world, it's subject to to criticism true, you know true, what true. i mean but through all that fuck that shit like if you really let that shit keep doing it Thanks. i think that's a super dope, dope I try to tell, way you explain that i try to tell everybody like everybody around me like with anything that they doing if, if somebody if somebody hating on you or feeling any type of way you feed off that to make you go harder yeah because if you stop then you you just you just made their job easier for real for you real. proved them right exactly if you yeah. alter yourself because somebody said something about you or anything about you then shit you just you just let them know they won for real for real yeah, you gotta yeah. do what you want yeah <laughs> you feel me <laughs> That's my that's my that's my little shit too. I say I do what I want because I'm tone for like every song. So okay, I like yeah. that shit. All right, well since I did a this or that for PR, I want to do one on the fly for you. Oh, shit. Uh, this or that. So I'm gonna give you two options, and I want you to choose which one you like better. Okay. All right. So we're gonna start here. Tupac versus Biggie. You're younger, right? How old are you? 
I'm 23. Oh, okay. Let me change that question then. Uh, Kanye versus Drake. Uh, I feel like I like Drake more, but I respect Kanye more. Okay, that makes sense. Like I listen to Kanye before. I mean, I listen to Drake before I listen to Kanye. Okay, but I respect Kanye way more. You get what I'm saying? I'm not mad at this answer. Uh, who else? Who's some new guy? Newer guys? Uh, uh, little baby or Dirk? Baby, little baby. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Fuck all that. Great answers. Let me let me ask another question. True. Who are your top five? Top five, like right now? Just ever. Cause ever? I, I would love to hear this from a twenty-three year old. Jeez, I'm gonna be be honest with you. I'm, I'm uh, more so like I like I like new music type shit. Okay. Cool. I respect old music, but I like new yeah. Music. Tell me what you who you rocking with? Top top five. My favorite rapper, Young Thug. Not mad at that. Number two, Kodak Black. Okay. Cause I, I, I like motherfuckers. No, that, I like Kodak I, too. I, I like, like motherfuckers Black. that don't give a fuck. Like you he know what I'm saying? He really doesn't give you a get fuck. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, Kodak don't give a single fuck. Alright, alright. The true, subtle true, art true. of not giving a fuck. True, true, true. Kodak that's Black. What I'm saying. That's why I read. <laughs> that's why I read that book. Like, yeah, that shit cold. All right. Um, shit, we got five. Um. Uh, can I throw myself in there? Yeah, I want you to put yourself number one. Well, that's yeah, what I'm I number, want. I'm number that's one. That's what I so. wanted. There you, know, you go. That's number Hell one. Yeah. So Hell number yeah. one. So, but then we got me. All right. Thug, Kodak. Uh, I don't listen to that much. Hey, we can take top three. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool list too. I think Thug. Thug has been such a a shifter in this space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when he first came out, I did not think Thug would be who he is today. But he's definitely kind of shifted the music culture in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really dope to watch. But yeah, I fuck with Young Thug for sure. Future. Future is like the father of all that shit to me. Future's a legend. And then I got to go Wayne. Okay. Wayne, that's like that. That's that's the motherfucking goat. I respect that. That'd be crazy. So, would you take dinner with Little Wayne or three hundred thousand dollars cash? I feel like three hundred thousand dollars cash. I can I can meet Little Wayne with three hundred thousand dollars. Cash. <laughs> I can run into Little Wayne three hundred bands. I can run into Little Wayne. Bro. All right, y'all end up in the same room eventually. For so good for answer. Me. I told you, smart dude, right here, man. All right, so we're going to play a little snippet of one of your records. Uh, introduce this record for us. All right, I'm going to play that uh, Mini Me Freestyle. That was the uh, song that I played. I mean, the song that I did the video to the night after my partner had passed in P, uh, studio, in PR studio. It's shit hard. All right, and here we go. Mini Me Freestyle. 
top, I'ma keep it a hundred no four if I go. Don't play with this shit, man. I know what I do and I know how I do it. Uh, for sure. They say I should quit it, but why should I quit? I got too much influence. Uh, let's go, let's go and get to it. You know I'm like Nike, so I gotta do it. Uh, like yo, you coming too hard, like what are you on? This shit way too fluent. Uh, plug just hit my fucking phone. He like T1, what you want? Look, I've been focused on this music. He like coosing me a song. I'm tryna come up, I fuck with the drone. I want the skeleton, I want the bones. I fought with P cause he fought with me strong. Only white boy they put me in my zone. Uh, shit, I'm so lit, I'm not litter. This be really busting, this shit got me triggered. I don't want no dealing, little bro, you can get her. I know they gon' choose American picker. It's history, no, I can never be bitter. I'm done with the gallon, I'm sipping on liquor. I'm shooting my shot, Derek Fisher. I stick to the plot like a sticker. Just about to be down like a motherfucking switcher. Damn, show that. Show uh, that. I do what I want cause I'm tone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Mini Me Freestyle by T1. Uh, where can the people find this? Uh, on all platforms. I just uh, dropped a project, an EP, called For Show That. Um, so you can look up T1256 For Show That, and it'll pop up. It'll be out there. Hell yeah. I love what you're doing, man. Keep up the great work. Young talent in the city. You got a good head on your shoulder. Smart dude. Uh, you seem like you, you see the bigger picture and everything, man. So... I fuck with you. You always got support from unaffiliated. If you ever want to slide through, just hit me up. We'll make it happen. I appreciate that, B-Sir. Nah, for sure. For sure, though. For sure. All right, PR, thanks again for stopping by. Where can the people find you? People can find me on all social media at S-P-R-K-A-N-E. S-P-R-K-A-N-E. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh Oh man, it should be more TikTok. Uh, Earth, everything, dang. everything is S P R K N E. So uh, check me out. Um, if you uh, reach my IG, uh, you can go to my bio and it'll take you to everything. Also check out phantomairwaves.com. Um, we also have an app. Uh, download our app off of the uh, Apple App Store or uh, Google Play. Um, it's very accessible to book your uh, studio sessions, call me, get directions to uh, my studio. Um, I need to take that down, actually, but whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, download my app. Go check out phantomairwaves.com. Um, contact me. Find me on all social media. I'll be there. Word, word. Thanks again for coming by. Uh, make sure you all support Phantom Aftermath. Drop yes. that date again. All right, Phantom Aftermath, March fifth. Um, doors open at five p.m. at Sidetracks Music Hall, downtown Huntsville. And like I said, all kinds of kinds are welcome. No dress code. Come as you are. Come as you please. We welcome you. Um, buy your tickets. Universe.com. Phantom. F A N T O M. Aftermath. Get your tickets. Ten dollars. Um, It'll be well worth it. Um, you're helping out put on the next Phantom Fest 2022 coming out uh, September 10th at the camp. All right. Y'all heard that here first, folks. Uh, be sure to get those tickets. Support PR and crew and everybody who's about to perform. T1. Uh, it should be a dope time. And T1, tell the people where they can find you. I'm on all social media platforms uh, at underscore who is T1. And um, you can find me on all streaming platforms at 21256. And I just dropped the uh, EP, as I said earlier, for show that. And I just dropped a video on YouTube with um, Certified Jew called uh, Stars. Go check that out right now.
Hell yeah. Thank you for coming to the show. Um, listeners, be sure to follow Unaffiliated the Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Unaffiliated TP. If you want to donate to the show and be a supporter, hit that cash app, dollar sign Unaffiliated the Pod. Patreon dropping soon. And until next time, peace.